Welcome to Miss Into Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson fan podcast. The very first podcast dedicated to the original idol, Kelly Clarkson. Here are your hosts, Jeremy and Pam. Welcome to the very first episode of Miss Into Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson fan podcast. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Pam. And today we are taking a deep dive into season one of American Idol because today is the 18th anniversary that Kelly won. That's right. It was pop culture history. It was television history. Uh, It was a moment that not only changed her life, but I mean, I think it's pretty safe to say that it changed the lives of so many people, yours and mine included. A hundred percent. And it just changed pop culture entirely. There was, I mean, yes, there was like star search and things like that, but I feel like American Idol really took the talent show um, dynamic to a whole new level that it really brought the country together in like a way that nothing else has ever done since. It's actually funny that you mentioned Star Search because in prepping for this episode, I went back and I was looking at competition show winners and people who have gone on to have careers after they've been on a show like Idol or Star Search, like you said. And it was so interesting to see how many people were on Star Search who finished second and then went on to have huge careers. Yeah. And yet the person who won did not even, nothing happened to them. So, I mean, it's people like Justin Timberlake, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, Beyonce when she was with her girl time group. Yeah. Um, so, and then there's, you know, a bunch of comedians and actors. And it was just so crazy to think that, we could be sitting here having the Justin Guarini podcast. <laughs> Honestly, and it, it's so true. And it's funny because I know like, I mean, I didn't, I didn't watch Star Search, but I also, I think it was a little bit before my time, but I know there was also a show, um, it maybe it debuted a little bit after Idol did. I think it was specifically for country music. It might have been called Nashville Star. Um, That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. And I know Miranda Lambert came in like fifth or something. And I can't tell you how many times I've seen her headline like arenas. So yeah, it, it's insane. But when it's funny, funny, cause I had a friend uh, who was, uh, fr- I went to school with him. He was on Nashville star and he, wow. I think in his season, he placed like fifth and on his season in like eighth or ninth place, Casey Musgraves. Are you serious? I had no idea yeah. she was on there. Yeah, she was on Nashville Star, and it was just crazy to think that she's gone on to have the career she has, and yet not even top five in that show. It's insane. I mean, yeah, it's really crazy how, um, I mean, you even look at, like, Adam Lambert and how, Mm -hmm. you know, Chris Allen won, and, you know, he had a couple songs, but you really haven't heard from him since. Um, Yeah. And obviously, Adam Lambert is now with Queen. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's crazy. But yeah, I think Kelly really um, set the bar high. And I I don't know if it would have had as much success um, in the following years if it weren't for her, because she was clear that she wasn't just a talent show winner. She became a superstar and she's talented. Well, the whole show's success really hedged on her being a huge star, because if she didn't become a star then the show's credibility goes down the toilet. Yep, 100%. And yeah, and so, and it's funny because most people don't realize that they really tried to 
they being uh, the producers of the show. And I mean, you could probably even say her record label. They really tried to rush Kelly's product out. Uh, and this is sort of the very first instance where we see that Kelly uh, fought for her career. She fought for what was going to be right for her because fun fact, her debut album, Thankful, was actually supposed to come out in November of 2002. Are you this would serious? have been, yeah, this would have been just a couple of months after the show ended. Oh um, in God. fact, the original the original street date was November 26th. They wanted it in stores in time for the Christmas shopping season, and obviously that didn't happen. We all know that it ended up coming out. Uh, I think it was April 15th of 2000, yeah, 2003, and so. We got a, I probably would be a far superior album. And uh, I think also it has a lot to say that, you know, the the movie project probably got in the way of her, uh, her debut album coming out in time. But still, uh, thankfully, uh, they, uh, they took their it? time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, see, we're going to have those little jokes. Gonna those are going to be the inside jokes for yes. you guys. Uh, but I think that it was it was a good thing that the album took as long as it did because it ended up being a really, really great album. Yeah. And it showed that this show could actually make a superstar uh, in Kelly Clarkson. And there were some really credible people behind the debut album. Uh, Babyface mm -hmm. um, worked on, I don't remember which track or tracks, but I know he was part of it. And, you know, the fun fact when... She didn't realize until after the album came out that Christina Aguilera wrote on Miss Independent. Like, it's exactly. they're huge names. So it's also yeah. that level of um, there were people out there who respected her and wanted her, who were championing her, even though, at, you know, at the time, a lot of people were like, oh, she's just a talent show winner. And obviously now you get all these people who were probably poo-pooing on it and now are huge supporters of that kind of platform. But of course, before you can have a debut album, you have to make it through the gauntlet that was the first season of yeah. American Idol. And uh, this sort of talks a little bit about where my particular fandom starts, because I remember Fox really like hit the promos hard for American Idol for a long time. And I bought in. I said, yeah, OK, this looks like something I would want to watch. And I remember sitting down and my wife and I watched the show and it was a couple of episodes in and here comes this girl from Texas. She gets up and she sings uh, Madonna's express yourself. And I specifically remember saying to my wife, I said, I don't really know how this show works. I don't really know what the end game is, but I think this girl is going to win. And you were right. It was just, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was just sort of one of those passing comments where you don't think too much about it, but then once the Hollywood week showed up, uh, she showed up again. And I said, I think that's the girl that I really liked from the auditions. And she comes out there. She kills her Hollywood week performance. And from that moment on, from Hollywood week forward was when I was really keeping an eye on her and watching her performances. Hollywood week. That was when she did respect, right? Yes. That was that performance was like absolutely incredible and she was so smart to do that at that point in the competition even though simon was still like oh i don't like you know you i didn't think of you blah 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 but i think that was so smart of her because if she had done like kind of like a eh, okay performance i don't think she would have made it 
I don't think so, but I think respect really um, set the groundwork for her. And I mean, for me, okay, I'm not going to lie. I did not watch American Idol the first season when it aired. <laughs> However, I was very young. Um, I was nine and I just didn't, I didn't know it was a thing. Um, mm-hmm. So, but I became a fan very quickly afterwards. Once basically, once Thankful came out and you heard her music everywhere, that's when it kind of, I started hearing about her. And then um, since then, I've obviously gone back and rewatched it a lot. Um, but I really think Respect was the first um, performance of hers from the show that really was like, oh, this girl actually has something. Whereas, yeah. you know, I mean, the auditions um, were fun and they were good, but I don't think they were necessarily like, oh, for me, they don't think, you know, Express Herself was like, she's winning. But, um, you know, her audition was great. I mean, trading places with uh, with Randy. Mm-hmm. Memorable. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Now I'm and I'm blanking on this right now, and I know our our audience. The second that I say this question, uh, they're going to be yelling at their their devices, telling me what it is. But she did a second song in her audition because I know it, that wasn't it at last. It was at last. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, but you never I know, see it. Yeah, you you can find it on YouTube, but um, it was just. After seeing both of the auditions, and this is obviously much later because I think one of them we didn't see. Yeah, um, for I think there was a third song. Was there? Maybe I might see, be making that up. I'm not I'll sure. Actually, there was, that's even news to me because it, we we still find out so much stuff about what happened that first season. That and I remember too that you know the show was obviously they were trying to find uh, you know a legitimate music superstar, but early on you could tell that the show really hung its hats on the really bad auditions. Like yes. that's how they got people into the show that it's like, you want to see some trash singers come watch. this. I know. Show. I definitely joked with my sister one year. This was like a few seasons later. I was like, yes, I want a William hung CD for my, my birthday. Like <laughs> clearly I did not get it, but I was like, that's what I want. <laughs> and, I, and I think that season one didn't really have that. Like they didn't have that William hung, like pants Tamika, on the ground. Tamika. Do you remember Tamika? No. Oh, you have to go back and watch this when we're done. There's one girl. That I'm pretty sure it was season one. Her name was Tamika. And that's the that's the one. But obviously it was not nearly as um, memorable as like a William Hung or like Sandraya or something. But, or like a pants on the ground. Yeah, oh, for pants. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. But you're right. But they definitely always highlighted all the really bad people. But I mean, I don't blame them because that's funny and it's yeah. worth watching. But yeah, obviously that's not the point of the show. Obviously. So, you know, now we get uh, we're out of the auditions and we're into Hollywood week and, you know, sort of the semis as we get towards, you know, the live shows. Uh, And I think her first live show, she comes out and she sings You're All That I Need to Get By, the Marvin Gaye, uh, Tammy Terrell song. And she kills it. It's so good. And I think that's the first moment when a lot of people watching the show go, "Okay, this girl might have a chance. Because that was. I'm guessing that was the first episode and first time people were actually able to vote. Cause when she did yeah. respect that was, you know, well, no, you could, could you vote then? I don't, I don't think you could actually vote until the live shows. Okay. That's what I thought. I remember how it worked. Um, it's changed so much over the years. So, yeah. um, I really can't keep up, but yeah, that performance was incredible that, cause I feel like a lot of the performances from that season, unfortunately, I don't remember a lot of them, but there are definitely a couple that stand out that I will still listen to. And that's definitely one. There is uh, 
there is one well there's two performances for me from the early rounds that stick out the one that is still like they have the i have the audio in my music library is from the big band week not, and it's, not what i'm thinking of but i know what you're saying <laughs> it's bet it's betty hutton's version of stuff like that there and that song is far and away my favorite performance of hers from the entire season yeah it was it's so different so it was so different it was so good it was so versatile and that i and i mean i keep saying you know oh this is when everybody thought oh she's gonna win no this was the performance that i said she's going to win she is going to win she absolutely nailed this song and i still listen to it to this day in fact it made me seek out the original version really? from like the 40s That's and i have the and i even have the betty hutton version on my itunes library and i love the song i just love the song as a whole and the fact that she made it so good and it showed her her range and just the different styles of music that you could see her do and and in fact at that point i don't think anybody knew what kind of album she could put out because she could literally do any genre yeah well it's funny that you say that songs like specifically because i think a lot of fans agree with you that it's it was so different it stood out it's definitely a fan favorite that i remember i'm going a little bit off topic but you'll see why um back in 2015 on the piece by piece tour um i was very fortunate enough that i got to meet her um at one of the new york city shows at radio city music hall and we were talking about um, fan request songs, which um, if, if, if anyone's listening is not sure what that is, very long story short, um, some of her tours in the past, you've been able to go on Twitter, like request a cover song for her to do, and she'll sing it. Now that show specifically, she was like, you know what, tonight, I'm actually going to choose my own song. Like, I'm going to choose a song. Like, I'm not choosing a fan song to do. I'm going to choose mine. But she wouldn't tell me what it was, obviously. I didn't ask her. And it sure. ended up being stuff like that there. And oh. it was so cool that I saw that live. And I was like, this is That's going awesome. to be the only time that th th this is going to happen for me. So I need to just like soak it all in. And it was incredible because it was just as good in 2015 as it was in 2002. And I didn't get a chance to see the the tour that happened after the show went off. Yeah, I didn't um, either. So, and I, because I think it was part of her set list in that tour. I, I need to double check my my information on that, but um, I, I never get sick of hearing her version of that song. Um, the other performance that really sticks out for me, and it's, it's a little funny because I mean, so many people have, have covered this song and don't get me wrong. She does a fantastic job, but it was the performance of natural woman. That's what I thought you were going to say at first. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's unfortunately and I don't want to sound like, you know, I'm a I'm a visual kind of guy, but it was the outfit she wore Ugh, I know. for the natural woman performance. It is the I mean, in Kelly fandom, it's sort of an iconic outfit because it's the it's the hat yeah. and then it's the button down shirt that's tied up and the long black tie. And she's got this like the giant belt on. I mean, she was gorgeous she was beautiful and it was the i think it was the one of the first times when people looked at her and go wow she's talented and she's beautiful yeah but the outfit yikes <laughs> outfit See, was okay. but you know what it's iconic and you know what she has said many times that 
they basically like the producers were like you know what here's money go to the mall buy yourself something so it's not like they had actual like <laughs> wardrobe people there like they do yeah. now um but no i that i was gonna say that's my one standout performance i mean the whistle note like that high note mm-hmm. oh my god that the I mariah think, note the mariah i'm pretty sure at that point it was like all right she's winning like yep. i i mean even though there was it was there were still weeks left in the competition i really think um that was a standout. I mean, after that, there were a couple of performances of hers that were like great, but not super memorable. But I think I mean, she every... had like the the Dion Warwick walk on by, yeah. which is a good performance. It's good, it's but good. It, you don't think of it. Yeah. And you also have to remember that Kelly, I believe, was the only contestant that was never in the bottom three yeah. or bottom two. Which I mean, even Justin, yeah, even Justin was in the bottom two at one point. Um, but she, yeah, yeah, never once did she go into the bottom two or three. Uh, so she obviously, even though, you know, we can say, oh yeah, you know, walk on by was just, you know, yeah, she did that song and she did a good job. Uh, you know, she does, um, you know, she does it's raining men and she does I surrender by Celine Dion. That's a good one. Those were, yeah, they, they were good, but at the same time, they were so good that they never once considered losing her from the show. Yes. Um, another one that is i mean this was on the finale i think um but it's one that i always always used to listen to um as soon as i got like a file of it somehow probably on like limewire yikes um (laughs) but i remember i had the finale performance of before your love on my ipod mini that i would listen to (laughs) every night for like a year i for some reason i don't know why it just it's it i just it's incredible um, mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, she performed it a lot on tour afterwards and it was, you know, great. But for some reason, like just that performance on the idol finale, um, I feel like it's not spoken about a lot, but I think it's one of her best from the entire season. I might even have a controversial opinion that Ooh. I think before your love is a superior song to a moment like this. Interesting. I think so live. Yeah. It came out as the B side to the original single. I mean, and I've. I have it. Oh, you have yours on hand. Available. I don't have mine with me here. Yeah. Um, I've actually got a couple of copies of it. And yeah, I mean, and technically before your love is actually listed as the A side uh, of, really the C- of the CD single. Yeah. Which is weird because, you know, a moment like this was supposed to be her single. Uh, but it for me is a superior song. I just don't think that it got the love that it deserved. Now, I mean, it got a video and everything and it was released as a single, but it's so overshadowed yeah. by moment like this. And then I think around the time that before your love sort of started to get airplay, the movie came out and it was like, Whoa. and then Miss Independence so, was just out there. Yeah. Well. And then, yeah, Miss Independence on in the, uh, on the heels of that. Um, and so I think it's a song that is sort of lost in her back catalog and is such a good song. Um, And that sort of brings me to my next point, and that is that during Idol, and I think you can also extend it a bit into the Thankful era, Idol especially is the the time of the growl. Yes. And that was when (laughs) so, like almost every one of her performance, she would bring that growl into a song. Oh, God. And it was, I mean, it's. It so much dates any performance that you hear of hers because when I mean, it's in it's a primary part of a moment like this. You know, she brings that growl in and um, it's it's funny because it almost seems like, you know, producers got to her either on the second record or somewhere in the midst of the first. 
and just said, hey, you know, we don't really do that. Like tone it down. Maybe do like one. Not every single yeah. song. You're kind of so making funny. it your like your trope. Um, but it's so funny because every time I go back and I, I mean, fans like us are a little bit different. I mean, you can play three notes and you're like, oh, I know exactly, exactly. the <laughs> moment that this song came out. But you can definitely date a Kelly Clarkson song whenever you hear her growl. And it's funny, I've been I, and I've been fortunate enough to to have multiple conversations with her. And I keep meaning to ask her, like, are you ever going to bring the growl back? I would love even, that. Yeah, I mean, because even nowadays, I don't even think she uses it when she performs "Moment Like This" uh, because she did that on the on the most recent. No, it was uh, tour. entirely a cappella, and it was just yeah. like, I mean, it was like kind of sweet sounding. It wasn't like yeah. forceful. Um, yeah, so it, it, but it's it makes me laugh every single time I hear it because it's just so a part of that picture in time that that moment in time the highlights when, and the growl that is like 2002 yes. 2003 <laughs> in a nutshell the zebra growl or the, yes. yeah, the zebra highlights don't get me wrong i mean like look a lot of women were wearing those highlights oh they, it was a product it. of the time 100 percent. but now it's on every <laughs> like um 2000s article on like buzzfeed like yeah it's she's the poster child for it but she you know what she owns up to it and let's be honest the thankful album cover with those with those red streaks she asked for it but it's fun <laughs> we love her anyway <laughs> i did look i didn't hate the look and i still don't hate the look yeah. again it's a it's a product of the era that yeah. she was in and the time Absolutely. and it, and i didn't realize how soon she had those because i was going back and i was watching some old idol performances and like early on in the live shows she has them yeah and it surprised me because I didn't realize because then there's a couple of times when, you know, she wears her hair up and you don't notice and it in different ways. Yeah, you don't see them. But there are times when she just wears it straight down and you see them. I mean, they're there. And so it's amazing that they la- they lasted as long as they did. So now I'm going to I'm gonna have to go back and watch uh, watch the Justin the Kelly movie and see if she has them in that because I don't I haven't watched. The movie I watched in so long. it um, about two months ago. I did a um, drunk quarantine live tweet um, to it. <laughs> that was fun. Um, I'm trying to think awesome. she has them, but they're not nearly as like, um, noticeable as they were during the live yeah. shows. So it, they're like a little bit there, but it's not, it's not super, um, Hey, it's blonde, you know, um, it's there a little bit, but. Okay. So here's a potentially controversial question. Who else, yes. if let's take, let's take Kelly out of season one, Okay, who else could have won that season? I mean, would Justin have run away with that season? Could it have been Nikki that won it? Um, or or could like could the absence of Kelly clear the way for Tamira? Uh, that's a great question. I I think Tam I think Tamira could have gotten it. Justin I think could have as well, but because I know, obviously, like I mean the results between him and Kelly were very close. So it was definitely clear he was a fan favorite, but mm-hmm. I think Tamira Tamira had a really good chance. She was incredible. Like I think it's, it would have been one of those two, hands down, hands down. Yeah. Because they're also, I feel, um, the two that I'm aware of that have had some longevity in their career past the show. Mm-hmm. What about you? What do you think? It's so hard because you want to say, oh yeah, you just take Kelly out of the show, and then everybody bumps up a spot, and you know Justin beats Nikki for for the finals, but. I don't know. I just I wonder if 
Kelly was so good that she cast such a long shadow on some of the other contestants. And and let's be honest, primarily the female contestants. Yeah. Um, you know, she sort of almost was the one who set the bar for the female contestants. And and I and I have no, you know, ill will with any of the contestants, but I I just it's still I think a travesty that it was Nikki yes. and not Tamira in the in the final three. I agree. Um, I mean, Nikki was a is, was a good singer. If she wasn't um, she, good, she wouldn't she wouldn't have been there in the first place. Exactly. So we're not dissing on her uh, her abilities whatsoever. But I mean, I think a lot of fan. I mean, probably you know the 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 Tamira dismissal from the show. I mean, it's up there with the Chris Daughtry, yeah. uh, you know, surprises of people were like, how, how did like, you, how did she, yeah. how did you just, yeah. yeah, I, or, you know, like the Taylor Hicks, how did he win over Catherine McPhee? And now she's yeah. doing incredibly the same, same sort yeah. of thing. If I do have to answer, you know, I, I mean, I think it would have been Justin. Yeah. Um, it's, it had know. to be one of the two. He obviously had the fan base, which was is everything in that show. I mean, if you have a large group of people, especially young females who are like in your corner and they're fighting for you. Um, and look, the first season was not nearly as ravenous as some of the future seasons were when it comes to fan bases. Um, I mean, we saw that in the second season. Claymates. <laughs> yes. Um, but I think that, you know, I think Justin would have still continued to edge everybody else out. I, I would like to think that Tamira would have been in the final and it would have been equally close like it was with Justin and Kelly. I agree. Uh, but I, don't I still know. think I think Justin would have won. Yeah. Um, yeah. But as I said before, like I do know, like the, I, I think it was, a, it was probably maybe back in April, um, kind of when the whole lockdown started, Justin, I guess he's been doing this like uh Facebook live series and I'm not really sure what it's about typically, but I know he did one episode. It was a idol season one reunion and he got pretty much the entire top 10 or top 12 together, except for Kelly. Um, <laughs> she has a few things going on, um, but it was, it was really cool. I didn't watch the whole thing cause it was like pretty lengthy. I watched maybe about a half hour of it, but it was really cool to see everyone like come back together. Um, but I do know the only ones I knew of prior who have had some sort of longevity in the music industry, not necessarily um, recording artists, but were Justin and Tamira. Um, and mm -hmm. I have stories about that. So about a decade ago, my dad and I were went to go see a Broadway show. And lo and behold, Justin Guarini is the lead. And it was American Idiot, the, uh, the nice. Green Day show. And yeah. I don't know if I knew that he was in it before I opened my playbill. And it was right before the show closed, and I was so excited. I'm like, you know what? I never saw the <laughs> Idol tour. This is the closest thing I'm getting to it. And it was great. Um, and then Tamira, um, a friend of mine who is a um, fellow Kelly fan, she works behind the scenes on Broadway. She's not uh, on stage, but she does some of the stage stuff. Um, mm -hmm. And about two years ago, she worked on a show that Tamira was in and called Once on this Island. And she said... Tamira was an absolute sweetheart to work with, which makes me really happy knowing that she was yeah. a very nice person and, you know, obviously had nothing but great things to say about Kelly. So um, those are my only two things. I know they've had great experiences. Everyone else, I mean, I know Jim Ferraros, he's like really successful in the bridal industry and I think in Chicago. Mm -hmm. Other than that, I don't know what anyone else is up to. So the other question is, 
And this is something that sort of bothers me from time to time when I see her as a guest on, you know, TV shows or even when she's uh, when she's mentioned in performances, people still refer to her as American Idol. And I don't know if that's just me being the protective super fan that says, oh, you know, she shed that years ago. It's it's not a thing anymore. Um, is I mean, do we do we still call her? you know, an American Idol period, full stop, or, you know, American Idol champion. I mean, it's been however many seasons. I mean, are we still, are we still bringing this up? Are we still talking about her as the winner of the show? I mean, I think it was, would have been relevant for most of her career, but the fact that she's been on The Voice for what, like three years now, it's like she now has multiple, and she also had duets. I mean, the very short-lived show, but yeah. She's had multiple talent shows under her belt. Obviously, yes, it's good that they recognize that she is the OG, but I don't think it's necessary to keep calling her that. You know, if she's on like a late night show, and eh, we have the original American Idol. We don't need it. We don't need it to keep doing that. Yeah. We know who she is. She's a very household name now. Yeah, and it, and it's it's like you said earlier with uh Miranda Lambert and with Casey Musgraves. We don't refer to them as being from Nashville Star. No. I mean, granted, they didn't win, and maybe that's different. True. But yeah, I mean, it's been almost two decades. You don't need to keep bringing that up. If that's all yeah. she was known for, different. Clearly, she's had a couple of things happen since then. I guess that's why I always just cringe whenever I hear somebody say, yo, she's the winner of the first season of American Idol. I'm like, wow, that was so long ago. Yeah. You know, some some of her fans literally were not alive. Around. Yeah. It's true. When she won. Yeah. And I understand that it, it, there's sort of a double standard because, you know, once somebody wins a Grammy or once somebody wins an Oscar, they are forever known as an Oscar that's winner. That's what I was about to say a, about the whole Grammy a, winner, because that's the other thing that yeah. everyone says about her. Three-time Grammy award winning, you know, artist. And yeah, that's true as well. But she has other stuff. But does American Idol carry the cachet that a Grammy or a Billboard award or, I mean, really insert award here uh, do does it carry that same weight to to add that to somebody's resume? Like, you know, and I don't mean to be morbid here, but it's like, you know, you think about, you know, what's going to be on her tombstone? You know, will it say entertainer, performer, American Idol winner? You know, I mean, like, yeah, does it does that does that something that needs to follow you for so long? Or can we just eventually leave that alone? Because and you're going to have to help me out on this one and maybe and hopefully, you know, did. <laughs> Did the guys from one the guys from One Direction? They were all formed because they were on a talent show. I know your question. I don't know the answer. Did they win? I have no idea. I know they were all like they were all on the show separately, and then they were kind of grouped together because the fans loved them so much. But they're not referred to. And it was the the was it the X Factor? I think so. And I think like Fifth Harmony yeah. was also. I might be making that up, but I think like them like they were also like a product of a talent show. But you never hear them, any of them, saying oh. From this X, Y, and Z talent show, you never hear that. So to answer your question, I I can go both ways. A, yeah, she's done so much since then. There have been so many winners since then. We, you know, I don't think she needs to have the label. But on the other hand, she is the original. So, mm -hmm. you know, if they phrase it, you know, the original winner, you know, the first winner, it's a little bit better, but I don't think it's necessary. Because yeah. Grammys... Okay, obviously the Grammy is like the best thing. However, so many people have them. So you can really play it either way. Um, I I don't know what her title should be. Should she have a title? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I, I stick with, you know, Grammy Award winner, Emmy Award winner. Yes. You know, you, halfway you, to you EGOT. Think about all, yeah. I mean, yeah, halfway to EGOT. You know, it, you think about those achievements. I got to think that they got to continue to be pushing down the title of, of, of American Idol winner. I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand that it's part of her origin story, but it doesn't have to be the first thing no. that people say because. And that sort of gets me, you know, sort of to my last question. And and that is, is American Idol still relevant today? Uh, I honestly think it should have ended when it ended. Uh, I watched the very first episode of the reincarnation and I was just like, why are they even bothering anymore? Um, yeah, I I think it was fantastic for its time. I mean, even the voice now, I hate to say it like I only watch it because she's on it and sometimes i skip it i think i mean it's i feel like we're discovering artists in new ways every couple of years which is fantastic you know as someone who works in artist management it's great to have all different um different ways to consume music and consume new products but i think a lot of these talent shows are fizzling out i really do I used to be able to name all of the American Idol winners in order yes. up until about season 10. I think that was Chris Allen's season. Um, yes. And the only reason why I can even name one of the winners of the reboot of American Idol is just because she's from my area. And that would be Maddie, Maddie Poppy. Poppy. That's think, like the one I know yeah. as well. And she's, I think, the one who won the very first season when it came back, back to yeah. ABC. But since then, I mean, put a gun to my head and I can't tell, I will just pick a name out of the thin blue sky because I, I can't. Yeah. Because they're just, they're, they're not as successful as they used to be. And granted, you know, music is so different now and the, the landscape of the, of the industry is so different that yep. you, a, a television show is not the only way that you can jump off into a music career Exactly. Anymore. Exactly. Now, you know, people are on like TikTok finding careers, but I feel like, you know, obviously back in 2002, yes, the internet was a thing, but YouTube wasn't. Um, iTunes was first starting. Spotify wasn't a thing yet. So yeah, it was definitely a way to discover your new favorite artist by, you know, I don't know what day it aired. I forgot, but you know, say Tuesday night, you sit in front of your TV with the whole family and you get to vote on who whose CD you want to buy in the future. Now it's just, there's so much more um, content out there, which is great, but it's also a little overwhelming. I'm not going to lie. And I think that, you know, the part of the, the first step that took Idol away from being a relevant uh, start for a new musician was when Justin Bieber was discovered on YouTube. Yeah, absolutely. Because that, that solidified YouTube as a place of discovery where you could find new artists. And now you're seeing people they're discovered on YouTube. Like you said, they're discovered on TikTok. They're on SoundCloud, just blindly putting stuff out there and people find it. Um, there's so many different avenues now for people to be discovered in the music industry that shows like American Idol. And I totally agree with you about the voice. Um, I be hard pressed to name more than one or two winners from that show. And, and I got to admit that, you know, probably the winners that I could pick out Kelly's. would be the ones are <laughs> Kelly's winners yeah. because I was hyper sensitive to what she was doing on the show. And the fact that, you know, she, she brought one out on tour. And so, and she's very, and she's look, she's great with the artists that she championed yes. because she continues to champion them. She's not just saying, Oh, you win. Good luck. Hopefully I'll see you out there. Yeah. Even she people that were not in the top 
10, she's bringing it on, on tour, you know, being like, hey, come sing a song with me when I come to your hometown. That's She did not need to do that at all. And I feel like a big problem now, and I'm going to be the first to admit it, as I, not everyone, obviously, but I feel like a lot of people who tune in to watch The Voice or even American Idol are tuning in for the judges, not the yep. contestants. That's a big that's a big problem. I'm the first to admit it. I would not watch The Voice if she was not on there. I I hate to say it though. Whereas American Idol, when it first debuted, um, yeah, I knew who Paula Abdul was. That's it. Didn't mm-hmm. matter. Did not matter. And now you got Katy Perry, Lionel Richie, Luke Bryan, and people are tuning in because they're fans of them. So you think the legacy of American Idol is that it has run its course and it has, it's made the superstars that it's going to make and yeah. it pretty much should just ride off into the sunset and hold its head high knowing that it did make several very big careers. Yeah. And I think the longer they keep doing it, the less serious people are going to take it. That's my view totally on it. you right. Well, I think we've done it. We did. We've talked, we've talked it into the, we've literally birthed and Put American Idol into the into ground. The ground. It was great, <laughs> and now it's not great. We got what we needed out of it, and that is Kelly, and we are grateful for that. And that's why this podcast exists. Absolutely, and we're going to be talking a whole lot more about her. And we are so excited that you are along for the ride with us. Uh, this being the debut episode, we decided to do something kind of fun and and put it out on the anniversary of Kelly winning Idol. But moving forward. You'll be able to look forward to new episodes of Miss Into Podcast every Tuesday on your favorite download services. Look for us on Spotify, on iTunes, iHeartRadio, etc. All your favorites, you can find us there. And we're going to have another new episode on Tuesday. And we certainly hope that you will be there to join us. Yes. And please, if you like this episode, which I hope you do, as Kelly would say, if you don't, don't tell me. Um, please subscribe <laughs> and, and you know give us a good rating. And uh, we, um, we're on all the socials at, at Miss Into Podcast. And you can find our email address there if you want to write to us, have any topic suggestions. Uh, we're pretty we're pretty much open to anything. That's great, too, because you can send us an email, missintopodcast at gmail.com, because we want to start getting people uh, who have great fan stories, fan experiences with Kelly. So if you've had a great experience, whether it be uh, if you want to come on and talk about the first time you saw her live, maybe you want to come on and talk about a time that you met her. We would love to talk to you and have you on the podcast because, again, this is a fan podcast. It's all about you guys, and we're talking about the things that the fans are talking about. So send us an email, missindapodcast at gmail.com, and tell us your Kelly experience story, and we might just have you on the podcast. Woohoo! All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. You bet. We'll see you next time. Bye. You've been listening to Miss Indie Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson fan podcast. Miss Indie Podcast was written and produced by Jeremy and Pam. Follow the podcast on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Miss Indie Podcast. Send us your questions and comments to Miss Indie Podcast at gmail.com. 